Hey guys, welcome to episode 146 of the Ryan is Super Strong podcast. This week, we have another great guest. This is the wonderful Laura Gunkoff. She's a badass. You're going to hear all about her. Uh, we have a very similar trajectory, the same trajectory, actually, from Kansas to Indiana to L.A., and uh, she's awesome. She's a French horn player, and she does horse dressage. We talk a lot about that uh, because I've had so many entertainers, but never someone who does horse dressage, and that's just a fun word to say, dressage. Um, try it now. See? Didn't you like saying it? <laughs> say it twice now. Yeah. <laughs> if you're new to the show, you probably hate it so far. I'll be honest. Uh, anyways, uh, thank you for listening this week. No matter who you are, if you're new to the show or old to the show, it's so nice to spend our time together like we are doing now. And uh, you're going to love this episode. And special guest co-host Granison Crawford is back. You know, he was on last week's episode for about half of it. And like, you know, if, if you listen last week, I screwed up the recording like a dum-dum. But, um, you know, I think because Arian's was so cool, it made up for it, you know? So Irene was awesome and people loved that episode anyways, even though I was stupid and ruined the first part of it. Uh, but the rest of the show was so cool and Granison came up and it was, you know, the way they played music and it was just, it was awesome. It was a great episode. So, um, you know, I- I'm sorry again about last week, but this week, no mistake, and Granison is back for the full episode this time. So uh, it's even better, you know, having him on the whole show. So that's, you know, it's always a pleasure to have him. He's such a, a such a hoot and a half. And I do want to mention, you know, because he was on the first episode of the, oh, hello, Rupert. He was on the first episode of this year, uh, and, we, and we talked about goals and, like, uh, New Year's resolutions and things. And one of the goals that he set forth for himself was to do was to do a set at um, the Laugh Factory. And he it was one of the things he had done in the comedy store a bunch of times and played all over town, but he hadn't broken into the Laugh Factory yet. And just a couple weeks ago, he did his first set there, and uh, he invited me, and I was all set to go. I had two friends that were going to come with me, and then my car exploded about an hour before I was supposed to go, and I had to call him and, and flake at the last minute, which totally sucked for so many reasons. But either way, I was there in spirit with him and so pumped, and I wanted to announce it here because he set that goal for himself here on the show uh, for all in front of all you listeners, and he made it happen, and so I was just proud of him and pumped for him, and now... Uh, and you know this, and when we recorded this, it was it was well before that, probably a month before that happened. So he didn't mention it. So I thought, hey, I'll mention it for him. You know what I mean? So Granison did that and accomplished that life goal, which is very cool. And I thought, if you're a fan of the show and know about that, then you'd probably like to hear that update. So anyway, uh, you know, you'll hear from Granison this whole episode. But you know what you're here for this week? You're here for Laura Gunkoff. You're here to hear this lovely woman be featured on this show, and that's what we're gonna do. You know. Um, so, uh, you know, without any further ado, I want to get to that. You know, that's what I want to do. Um, oh, if you want to come out and see me live this week, I am playing Zach Churchill on Friday. That's Friday the 26th at, uh, the ranch, 4 to 8, and in Laguna Beach, and then Oak Laguna Beach from 9 to, 9.30 to close. So, if, in Laguna Beach. We do that all the time. I've mentioned it a million times. Uh, we do that all the time, and, um, I'm not going to be playing with him in August at all because I'll be doing an opera for most of the month. So, um, so I, so I'm not able to do the ranch and Oak gigs. So, if you are in town and around and want to come see some music with Zach Churchill, past guest, um, then come do that. Also, speaking of Zach, for some reason, his episode just spiked like crazy last week. Um, I don't know what happened. Every week, you know, like episodes will get different amounts of listens and stuff, but I don't know what happened, uh, but a bunch of people listened to Zach's episode, which makes me very proud of him. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but people are gaining interest in Zach all of a sudden, or at least last week they were, you know, which is great. So, uh, you know, listen to that episode. It got very popular last week for some reason, and he, he does, plays a bunch of tunes on that, and he's one of my best friends, so... I will be playing with him uh, for the last time for here about like a month or, or so. actually we're doing a few gigs but we're just not doing the ranch and stuff and it's like corporate stuff so you can't really come check it out but Friday the 26th Ranch in Oak Laguna Beach so come do that spend the whole day it's the uh, the ranch is like the most beautiful place ever so it's such a fun place and then Oak is just a fun ass bar so it's really a, a hoot and a half so come do that I think I've said hoot and a half a couple times on this intro I don't know if that's true or not I can't remember now but it feels like I've said it too many times. Even once is probably too many times. <laughs> anyway, like I said, uh, let's get to the actual show. You're here for Laura. That's what I want to show you. You know, this wonderful person. She's a badass. We talk about horse dressage so much, and I never do it, so I'm just going to milk that word. 
because you know who knows how many times I'll get to bring it up on this show. Probably not much. So you know, as I always say, I hope that you have whatever temperature of beverage you need right now, whether that be hot or cold, caffeinated or non-alcoholic or non. I don't care. You know, just keep keep that whistle wet. Oh, that didn't sound good. <laughs> uh, you know, stay comfortable. If you're hot, cool down. If you're cold, warm up. If you have a little pup next to you, give him a little scratch. You know. If you have a little kitten next to you, give it a little belly rub. Whatever you need to do to make yourself relaxed and enjoy this show. I hope that you do those things. I love you so much. So now what I need you to do is sit back, relax, and enjoy the freaking show! Welcome to the Ryan is Super Strong Podcast. This is Ryan Knudsen and I am, you guessed it, super strong. This week's strength level is the horseshoe. Now, horseshoes have been around for ages. Ages and ages and ages. And they bring luck and many people many people believe in the luckiness of them. But, but there's no argument to be said that the horses that weigh a lot and run in a powerful way use them to protect their hooves. And that's strong in many ways. So the reason I've thought about the horseshoe today is because my guest has a special interest in horses, and we will get to that. And I'm going to introduce her in a second, but before I do, I do need to mention that there's another man in the room, our special guest co-host for this week, Granison Crawford. Hello, everybody. Hey, uh, Granison. Good to be back. Yeah, thanks for coming back. Horseshoes are special. You were on Aireen's uh, episode recently, yeah. and uh, but just came for the last half of that. Yeah, she's so, great. Uh, yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, I wish I was there the whole time. Me too. But uh, it's okay. Yeah, no but more now you're here for our guest this week. Are you excited for this? Uh, too excited. Okay. Well, then you need to leave then. Okay, I'll get out of here. <laughs> Don't embarrass yourself in front of my <laughs> friend. It's going to be so awesome. <laughs> All right. The, the person I have in the room with us today as our featured guest uh, this week, this is a woman. She's from Nebraska. She's an old friend of mine who I met at KU, and then we have basically followed each other through our lives in many weird ways, which we'll get to. She is a French horn player. She has a dressage, horse dressage company. Is that the way to say it? Horse dressage? I guess a dressage horse training business. business yeah. yeah, business. Mm-hmm. I, uh, okay, I was just looking for the word business and said company because yep. I'm close enough it in eighth grade. Fancier. A <laughs> dressage? Is that, isn't that what you wear for prom? Yep. You wear a dressage. <laughs> Yeah, corsage. All friend. boys. <laughs> I thought it was different for horses. <laughs> this is the wonderful Laura Gunkai. Hello. How's it going? Good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this it's awesome exciting. to have you here. You've been on my list for a long time because we've been in each other's lives forever. It seems mm-hmm. like forever at this mm-hmm. point. And we and we've had very little time to just hang out. I know. In, in, in that time, even though we've spent so much time in the same cities at the same time, which is mm-hmm. crazy. Um, so I want to talk about that. Yeah. But the first thing I ask everybody, uh, I ask everybody the same question when they first get here. And the reason for that is because the show is called Ryan is super strong. So people know Ryan's going to be there, you know, and to some level they even understand Granison being here because he's on quite a bit guest co-hosting with me. Boom. So they're like, okay, I get it. These guys are around. We get mm-hmm. that. They do but that. some people are scratching their head going, but who's this Laura person? You know? So my question to all my guests when they first get here is just simply, Hey, who are you, and what are you doing here? <laughs> well, what I'm doing here, I'm still trying to figure out. Yeah. Uh, but I'm Laura, and I'm a French horn player and horse trainer living in Los Angeles trying to make it work. Yeah. That's it, me well, in a nutshell. That's awesome, and to, and to great success, I think. I mean, I, I think it's so awesome that you train horses, Thanks. which is something I didn't know about you until California. Yeah, I've, I've been no doing it my entire that. life. Yeah. But just kind of like everybody has their hobbies. You know, right. some people like to golf or go swimming, whatever. I've always liked riding horses, but it turns out it's a really expensive hobby. For sure, yeah. So my entire life, I've always just done odd jobs here and there to pay for my own horses and to go to the shows and all this stuff because we didn't have that kind of money growing up. And Horse money? Exactly. Exactly. Didn't <laughs> have that horse money. Didn't yeah. have it. And, and so that kind of evolved then into the business that it is now and yeah. i didn't it was always just kind of a side hustle so that i could pay for my own expensive hobby right what yeah. a ballerina yeah 
your side hustle is horse training yeah mm-hmm. that's badass it's, it is yeah. badass. it's really cool I, and it's so it's it's unique i mean i know that there's a bunch there's a there's a community of people that do it but it's it's just unique to be into that especially now yeah. i feel like you don't yeah. hear it every day no so. you don't so that's awesome i love that yeah. um, I, work, I work at a restaurant that's true that's, that's true. Cool too. my part-time thing <laughs> I gotta step my game up. Yeah, yeah. In this room, you yeah. need to step I gotta it up. Be like, yeah. yo, I work on robots in my spare time. <laughs> there you go. Robot dressage. <laughs> Robot dressages. <laughs> Robot garage. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah. So that's uh, so you are you're from. Okay. So we have a very similar path in, mm-hmm. our, in our lives, which neither of us had anything to do with that. No, you know, I, it I don't just think. worked out that way. It's but it's insane. funny the coincidence, like where. Because you're from Lincoln, Nebraska, mm-hmm. right? And I'm from Wichita, Kansas. So it's yep. not the same, but it is very close. I mean, we're practically neighbors. Yeah. And then we we ended up at KU at the mm-hmm. same time, yep. right? And you finished out there, didn't you? Didn't you get your bachelor's? There? I did. Okay. Yeah. So you got your bachelor's at KU. That's where mm-hmm. we met. Mm-hmm. Then you studied for your master's at Indiana University, mm-hmm. where, which is where. And I can't remember. Were you, you were there when I was there for a, a year, I right? I think so. I think, I think we, we o- overlapped. For we like overlapped a year. there as well. Yeah. And then. I moved out here, uh-huh. and then and then when did you move here? Uh, right after I finished at Indiana, at which yeah. would have been 2010. Yeah, so that that's and that's when I moved out here too. So, so yeah. yeah, it's so it's it's awesome. It's so awesome. Yeah, and like, I knew you were here, and you know we'd keep up on social media and and whatever. But yeah. even for being in the same town for the past ten years, right? I feel like. We don't actually, like you said, we don't get, get to, to hang, hang that up. Yeah, so well, and then we ran great. into each other like two years ago, right? Doing, uh, doing um, that Pacific Opera Pacific project. Opera project. Mm-hmm. We played, a, we played a. Uh, I can't remember which one that was. Now it wasn't Carmen. It was a Mm-mm. different. It was. Uh, it was a show I didn't really know all that well. Crud, can't remember Pacific Opera. That's the one about the robots, right? <laughs> well, everything's robot <laughs> with you right it's now. Just, I'm in a robot vibe, you know. <laughs> Dressage that's, robots. That's that'll yeah. be good. <laughs> um, um, I don't remember what. Yeah, the, I can't remember what the show was. It was one that I wasn't super familiar with. But I remember running. We ran into each other like in the orchestra like rehearsal yeah. first, it was like oh man this is awesome yeah. so, so that it's so it's just cool that we've been running the same like path which mm-hmm. is it's just crazy i love that yeah though. it doesn't so happen to too many people it's kind of no, cool it's, it's cool so we have a very similar kind of you know roundabout path mm-hmm. were you making all those decisions to you know to go to these places or do you feel like you know like uh that, like it was the place that you had to go at a certain time or uh, did you want to go to KU the whole your whole childhood and no. IU after that? No. <laughs> where where did you want to go? Um, well, originally, I I didn't even know I wanted to be a professional musician for the long haul. Yeah. Um, I thought I wanted to be an attorney. Yeah. So again, okay, because oh. I, I well I, I liked it. I I like arguing with people. Just ask my husband. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and. And I thought I was I was going to go to law school afterwards. And I right. really, I was good at playing the horn in high school. I really enjoyed it. Um, but, it, and I, I didn't see myself doing it long term, but I knew that going to law school, you can major in anything. There is right. no set pre-law degree. Yeah, yeah, the more the merrier. Yeah, they just want you to do something that you're good at. And, and the if you do the research, the acceptance rates of music students and performance students in general into med schools, law schools, other yeah. professional schools. They need people that have worked that side of their brain. Mm-hmm. More. Yeah. yeah, it's really high. So that was always Is my it? goal. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. So I thought, you know, like, I'll go um, go do that, play a horn for, for four years, have a lot of fun, uh, and then go to law get school. All those, get that bachelor's then, degree out of the way. That's right. And, yeah. and then go to law school and then make some money afterwards, and that'll just be great. Again, make some money to fund my horses. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. And then I got into, um, after my first year, first or second year at KU, um, and I got into some summer festivals and really started traveling and really playing. Not that you're not, you're not performing, you know, just, playing at a high level at KU. Right. But then once you kind of get outside of that and see that, oh, wow, there's more. Right, yeah. This is really cool. Yeah. I think I'll keep going with this for a while because law yeah. school will always be there. And sure, then I just yeah. never yeah. made it. Yeah, <laughs> just stop so, trying after a while. Yeah. I just, you know what, maybe it'll... It, it's not going to happen. Who are we kidding? Yeah. That's, <laughs> but I never made it there. So that's, that's how that came to be. That's cool. There are more people in law school than there are lawyers in the world. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So that's that is well, that, and that's that's a problem with school and the way it's run right now. Yeah, the problem in general. Is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, and that's and, and that's across the board in every in every. Oh yeah, uh, focus. and even those even those attorney you know those future lawyers out there that they're graduating law school, which is what only three years, and they're six figures in debt by the end. Exactly, yeah. that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Even I mean, even the best paying lawyer job, it's still going to take you years and years to pay that so, off. Exactly, it's a little mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah, it is ridiculous. Wow. 
It's not very cool. Other countries, there are many other countries that have figured this out. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Did you already play out pay off your, your horn debt? Uh, no, yeah. I'm still paying for grad school. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. So you still got some horn debt going on? I do. Yeah. Horn debt. That's yeah. cool. You yeah. get out of it. Yeah. I, I will. Oh, yeah. I oh gosh. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm not that worried about it. But. Yeah. Exactly. It's just one of those things you just gotta. It's, it, I always tell, uh, like when I'm talking to my fancy Laura, mm-hmm. she, she, you know, where she's always worried about debt too. And, mm-hmm. and I'm like, it's called the student loan crisis. It's not mm-hmm. Ted in Idaho has student loan debt. You know, it's yeah. like everybody has student loan debt. It's the most regular thing. Like we're all dealing with it. It's a shitty situation. You know, it's like we yeah. should, nobody should really have any. I don't yeah. think, you know. Yeah. But no, it's unfortunate. We do, and what it's they... just part of life, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like whatever. But there are ways you can do it to, to be smart about it. Of course. This is a whole nother, I love talking about money and finances. Too. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, so, well. so, it's because of all that dressage. Something like that. Because <laughs> of all that dressage. I don't know. I've been told too. It's because you're from Nebraska and at some point everyone from Nebraska just wants to be a little Warren Buffett and you yeah, all like yeah, start yeah. reading finance. A switch goes and you all start reading finance Of course. Yeah. No, that would, yep. I, the I'm Nebraska switch. Uh, I heard right. about that. The old Nebraska switch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. That was going around Facebook. <laughs> It was like if you know someone named Nebraska from named Nebraska from named Nebraska, Nebraska, pass us along. Yeah, <laughs> it's that it's those those T-shirt ads that get sent to you all the time on Facebook. Oh you yeah, guys, it's like send this to your mom for Mother's Day, and it's like it, I, mine are mine are targeted at me being from Kansas and me living in Cal- so it's always like a, a picture of California and and a picture of Kansas. It's like you're only a flight away or so you know. And I'm like, That's stop targeting stuff at anywhere. It's not like Wizard that. of Oz shit. There's yeah. no place like home. Oh, there's that shit too. Of course. <laughs> because that's what we love to see that. <laughs> we love to see more. Yeah. The only thing from Kansas. They love, I know. They love <laughs> witches in Kansas. Yeah, people are like, where'd you grow up? Where Wizard of Oz happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, in a tornado. Sorry. Good joke. Yeah. Good joke. I just hear about the corn. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, nice. yeah, they all learn one thing, and that's all that it is. Yeah. yeah. Corn cob pipe. Mm. Did you ever smoke a corn cob pipe? No, I can't say that I have. Mm. I'll add it to the list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Other pipes, but not that. <laughs> yeah. uh, what about what about coffee versus tea? And please be honest. Right Depends now. on the time of day. Okay. No, no, no. So you Co- like both? Coffee in the morning. Black coffee, hot. I'm not an iced coffee kind of person. Okay. Don't, play don't put don't put milk or any other crap. No, none Just of that. Black, mm-hmm. no chill. Yeah. Yeah. No Ca- sugar. Get the caffeine. Well, that's yeah. all you want. Yeah. Like two cups in the morning, uh-huh. and then I'm done. And then iced tea the rest of the day. Iced tea the rest of the day. Wow. Sweet or unsweet? Unsweetened. Yeah. I'm not a sugary drink. Yeah, and, well, and and I get that. I could have guessed it because you like really hoppy beers. Mm-hmm. You like black coffee. I think mm-hmm. we have a very similar palate here on this on this yeah. issue. Bitter is good. Did you did you grow up drinking sodas and stuff though? A little bit, uh-huh. yeah. I was never a huge, huge soda person. Okay, I yeah. did have kind of a diet coke issue for a yeah. few years there in college. Oh yeah, high school <laughs> and that's college school, and because like out of I, boredom, I feel like I, 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 like I, I like hanging out around in like lobbies of practice room buildings and stuff, and you Wait, just no, gotta no. have a diet. I coke. think so, and it's also like, isn't that every sixteen-year-old girl kind of goes through that phase? Sure, of a course. diet yeah. coke bender. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. No. Sounds like it. But no, now I haven't had a soda in I can't even tell you how many years. I had, yeah. a, I had, I think I have like one to two a year yeah uh, and it's always the bottle of mexican coke like well that's different that's because different. i had i had that uh, like i got done soda. teaching we mm-hmm. did this we did this uh, teaching day with uh, uh, on, on the top of a parking structure mm-hmm. and it had they had solar paneling on the top so we're like oh it's shaded this should be good but it got really hot and then mm-hmm. it got like humid in there because of people sweating and running around yeah. this drum line and stuff and it got so hot, and they, and I started craving that like that sugar and that soda, and it was like this hot. Weird, it was perfect. I, mm-hmm. I went I went directly to like a, a little stop and rub right next door. Yeah. Got a got a coke, popped it, and drank the whole thing in like five seconds. Yeah, and it felt great. Well, it's Mexican like coke tastes thing. totally different. Oh, it's amazing. And yeah. I didn't even I didn't even know there was a difference till I was playing. Uh, I hadn't been in L.A. all that long, and I got called to to play in an opera in Tijuana. And, Ooh. And so like yeah, at at the restaurant in. Mexico and yeah. yeah, and I was like, wow, this is different. When you're you know, traveling, like I'm an idiot. When you're like, traveling around to Coca Cola, is like it's everywhere and yeah. it makes you feel like home, kind of, and it makes it and it's delicious and refreshing. so I, yeah. I when I travel, I will have Cokes every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, that's true. Uh, sponsored by Coca Cola. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh yeah, like they, they <laughs> it makes you feel home. <laughs> I hope I get some money from that. That'd be great. Wow. Just get a check. That's all you have to do is casually mention. Just Coke say and stuff like, and they. Oh, just sorry know about it. this. Meant to send this earlier. Siri told us you mentioned us. Here's a lifetime supply. Alexa, Coca-Cola sponsorship. <laughs> of which you're only going to drink two a year, but it's okay. Exactly. Yeah, I won't drink much, but somebody else will get it and they'll love it. There you go. Um, <laughs> horses like oats, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Do you like oats? Yeah, I guess so. Interesting. I've never been an oat man. Like oatmeal, it's good. Mm-hmm. Oatmeal right? in the morning kind of yeah. thing? Yeah. Do you like oatmeal, Grandison? Uh, I love oatmeal, actually. Really? Yeah. yeah. Do horses How do you dress up oatmeal? an oatmeal? 
No, well, they just eat dry oats, oh, right? Yeah. Pressed oats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they wouldn't like it if it was well, all like, fixed up. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Milk. Like with some like Maybe brown some sugar. Brown sugar. <laughs> brown, the, the brown sugar they might dig, yeah. They would love it. I'm oh, sure. Nice. Yeah, they like sugar. So, yeah. Mexican brown sugar. There you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Mexican brown sugar is good. It's, it's, like, really it's good. In, in those little like compressed mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. tins or whatever. I'm sure they would eat that. Well, they like sugar cubes and stuff, huh? Oh, they love the sugar cubes. Okay. Oh, yeah. This sounds weird, but we're uh, we are going to talk more about this later. So okay. I'll just I'll let I'll let us get to horse food later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you start. Is this a mystery moment? This is great. So French horn, mm-hmm. French horse. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> That's my. Do, do, uh, is there is there something with uh, French things being better? You know, like for, what makes a French horn better than a regular horn, meaning trombone, trumpet. <laughs> If you really want to get technical and get nerdy, the the French horn players of the world will will unite and say, no, it's actually just the horn. Okay. So English horn, French horn, are they different? Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because English horn is like an oboe. But what do you mean they're all, so they're like, they're all the... Okay. So, Uh because yeah, the the Facebook group will school you on this. Yeah. yeah. You go type the wrong thing. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. I love that. I love learning from everyone. (laughs) They're also looking for members. I love it when people are really teaching... Out of love, and everyone chimes in. <laughs> I don't get all bent out of shape. You call it whatever you want. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But, but it's really funny. If you want to get technical, and you're talking about, about the French horn in the orchestra setting, Yeah, it's just horn. So like, if you get your orchestra, your Beethoven 7 part, it's going to say horn 1, horn 2, and it'll say what key it's in. But yeah. it's, it's just horn. Versus the English horn part will say English horn. Gotcha. And then if you really want to get fancy... The French horn is not actually French at all. It's a German Ooh, design. Shit. It's really the German horn. But, oh my gosh! Well, where did that happen? Where did that get appropriated? Yeah. I'd have French. to Google it for you. Well, okay. Germany Couldn't... wasn't that popular for a little while, so That's maybe true. they, they just made it the up. switch. Yeah, it's like calling the French horn. People like France. Yeah, see, <laughs> they're like nine. It could it's be a... French. <laughs> could we're be a lot of truth in. That. We're just selling it. <laughs> <laughs> we got to push these horns. Um, yeah, French horse. I just wondered if you are. Do you only ride American horses? Oh no, we've got horses imported from Europe in my barn. Yeah. Okay. So maybe there are some from France. I yeah. Mean, that's so a thing. even so even horses are we, getting in. We could right. have some French horses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't have one yet, but now there are no French horses. They're just German ones. I've got a German one. I've got a Spanish one too. Oh, yeah. Don't you? In my barn. I, I kind of feel like animals should just be like planet animals. You know. Oh, like yeah. rather they than say, like Siberian tiger, it's like no, that's just a tiger. That's yeah. a tiger that lives on the world. Yeah. They they yeah, they can go anywhere they want. Yeah, they're not registered in Siberia. No. They're not. That's true. Maybe they like that better, though. Have, they they you, look different, though. But of course, they they look different. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you know. They can live anywhere. It would be hard to That's figure true. out who they okay. were talking They're about. They're welcome to do You're it. You're just like, oh, Northern Tiger. Yeah. You know? This is true. Uh, do you ride Ferraris? Is that a thing you would ride? A horse? A Ferrari horse? If, oh, you're you're asking: Is there a horse a named a Ferrari? A Ferrari is, they, no, is but, a type uh, of horse. It's Mustang, isn't it? Is it? No, there's a Ferrari horse. Ferrari I think horse. A, not like yeah. a breed of horse. It's called Ferrari. You're right. Ferraris, there's a Mustang. Yeah, there's must, Mustang must, for sure. I think for yeah. sure. there's Ferrari a Firebird too. Power. Yeah. Right. For, and the, the Ferrari logo has the horse on it. I thought a Ferrari was a breed of horse. Mm-mm. No. No. They just. If put it is, I I'm, I don't know about it yet, and that's that's, cool. that's very possible too. Does Ferrari also have uh, uh, the, the logo has a horse on it? Yeah. So. Oh, I thought that was just yeah. Mustang. It's a type of horse. Oh, I'm pretty the sure. The Mustang is the running horse. Yep. Uh-huh. And then the Ferrari is like the rearing. Oh, the yeah. rearing horse. Yeah. So they just ballroom dance the Ferraris. Maybe they don't race. Man, so there's somebody that's the listening right cool. now that knows the exact answer and is oh, yeah. screaming. Yeah, they're at their screaming car at radio. their <laughs> phone right now. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. And no. They're so mad. They're so mad at us. Yeah. Um, speaking of the listeners, Don't get over it. <laughs> uh, we do have a segment, you know, where basically, you know, I ask questions because I'm curious about things mm-hmm. and, uh, and I have a million things I'm curious about with you and I have mm-hmm. questions for that. But the listeners, you know, they don't feel like they get to really participate in that all the time, mm-hmm. you know? So uh, something I like to do is I like to give not only the listeners a chance to ask questions, but also you know, Granison, my cousin, my guest co-host, an opportunity mm-hmm. to answer or ask some questions that you can answer. So, what we do is we go into a segment called the Co-host Corner and Meditation. Co-host Corner and Meditation. Spend a little time with.
very calm now. Wow, what a journey. Yeah, we're already in a calmer place. Um, basically, what's going to happen here is I'm going to lead us through a guided meditation of sorts uh, while I play this beautiful Tibetan singing bowl. Do you see it? <laughs> it's, just a sing- it's just a singing bowl, you know? Yeah, it is. It really is. A humble singing bowl from Tibet. Um, (laughs) While I guide us through this meditation, I will ask, you know, I'll be telling us how to breathe and get through this. And Granison will be channeling the thoughts and and questions of our listeners and asking those to you one at a time. He'll ask you a question and you can answer it as you see fit. And he'll continue to ask you as you you feel. These might be questions from him himself or they may be from, uh, you know, the energy that a listener is sending in at that moment. Does that make sense? Sounds great. Here we go. So welcome to Co-host Corner and Meditation. Start by breathing in through your nose. Out through your mouth. Grandison, whenever you're ready. Is horse girl energy a renewable source of energy? And why? I think so. How can you be around those critters and and not just get excited? They're fun. In through the nose. Out through the mouth on E. E. If you were a horse, where would you be? Running through a meadow. Sound of music style. In through the nose. Out through the mouth on ooh. Ooh. Uh, I'm sensing a follow-up question from Ted, uh, Iowa. He says, when you say sound of music style, do you mean the horses would sing? I hope so. Maria seemed really happy. How many horses does it take to change a light bulb? Like quite a few. They don't have thumbs. And that's been Co-host Corner and Meditation. <laughs> well, those are pretty good questions. That last one was confusing. I think someone sent in a joke. I, yeah. Somebody you weren't even here with they, us, they, Grandson. No, you had, trans- you had, tra- you had transitioned all the way into a spirit <laughs> world when you got mm-hmm. that question. So I don't know who sent that over. Yeah. Well, thanks for playing that segment with us. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, you were great. <coughs> a lot of horse questions. Only horse questions from the audience. Yeah. Yeah. No, actually, none of those questions were personal. Like, no. I, I didn't. Like, I was like, I'm going to let this be. Yeah, they just were truly horse questions. Do you feel like being a musician or being, or, or is that is that the biggest part of you and like what you do career-wise and stuff? Or do you feel, is it coming mostly from horse dressage and stuff like that or a total really, mixture? It's a total mixture and it depends on the day and the time of the year. Yeah. Um, like kind of usually during the school year, so to speak, you know, September through May, uh, it's it's pretty much music and, and I fit in the horses where I can. Yeah. Um, just from, that's kind of how the orchestra season runs. Sure, um, yeah. That's when TV shows are filming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I teach at a couple local colleges, so of course the school season dictates right. a lot of that. Yeah. Um, and then during the summer, music seems to slow down a little bit, and it works well. That's kind of when horse show season picks up, and so then all my clients want to take more lessons. They want to travel to the shows and do more. So uh, right now, it's a lot more horses than it is music. And That's awesome. Yeah. It's kind of cyclical like that, which yeah, is nice. Sure. There's always a balance. It's yeah. when when music tends to slow down. That's when the horses pick up. Does it keep you from getting burnt out? I'd either thing too. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to have a balance. I love that. So there's like a horn season? Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. There's a horse season and a horn season. Yeah. And they complement each other well. I got lucky in that room. And a season for horny horses too. (laughs) This is true. (laughs) Steer clear. Kablammy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You said you like hoppy ass beer. I do. That's your thing. Yeah, and, and so we have talked about your taste buds and stuff, but before we started recording, we did mention that you like, you know, it's getting hot, sweltering mm-hmm. heat, summer heat. Mm-hmm. Is there a time and place for a good old Coors Light? Absolutely. Yeah, right? It's yeah. like in that summer heat. When it's 100 degrees and you've been working out in it all day. Yeah. Yeah, at the end of the day, Coors Light's going to taste better mm-hmm. than a hoppy as fuck. It beer. does. Yeah. It's so crazy. It, you know, it just, there's a time and place. Yeah. Do you have an experience with this, Granison? You- um, I, I, 
You're not a big. I'm you're not, not the a hugest big beer, beer drinker. Guy. No, yeah. no, no, no. But I mean, I was at the first Sierra Nevada Hops Festival. Oh, cool. That's yeah. cool. That is yeah, cool. I used wow. to work at Sierra Nevada. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I was a hydroceramic engineer. Hydroceramic engineer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does that do? Uh, I wash dishes. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> it was just a good That's amazing. I was, I was figuring out like the Latin root. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it comes from the root uh, hydros. Uh-huh, exactly. That's what I was thinking. means water. Water. To water, yeah. Uh-huh. No. Done. Yeah. Man, you're good at Latin. But uh, no, I know. <laughs> I just know a couple. <laughs> let me bore, of, uh, I'm really good you. at a couple words, mostly just that. <laughs> Hydro. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Hydros. Um, do you ever struggle with opening jars? No, actually, I'm pretty good at it. Yeah, I figured because I feel like not only do you work with horses, but French horn, you got Jack be nimble, Jack be quick kind of fingers, something mm-hmm. like that, right? Yeah. And when in doubt, you just hit it with the knife, and like it pops right open. See, that's I what I've been saying forever. To ask you, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, what's your technique? And the knife works every, every time. Every time, yeah. just whap whap, like usually two. That's all you need. Why yeah. don't they make jars with tops with beaten knife marks? That way, it would always. But open. you have to do it each time. It'll oh, get yeah, sticky it, it, it gets because stuck it releases because of, the yeah. seal yeah, 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 that's yeah. in there. And yeah. especially if it's True. a sticky set like jelly or something like yeah. that, there's yeah. going to be a little bit of. Yeah. Or I think anything with like moisture, like the pickles too, because yeah. like the rim gets wet. I'm sure there's science behind it, and I'm not a sciencey person at all. Not me but, neither. <laughs> okay. but I think that's there's science in there. The I mean, just, again, one of your listeners is going to be screaming it. Yeah, it's a vacuum. It creates a vacuum. Facts or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like okay, settle down. You don't have to yell at us. We're not doing anything negative. Don't be so aggressive. You're just driving it. You need to realize it's the traffic around you that's making you that angry. Look both not, ways. Not the fact that we can think of the science behind pickle jars being so difficult to hey. open. In my defense, I didn't study it at all, so it's okay. Science <laughs> or pickle jar opening? Both. Okay. Well, that pickle so, jar opening, I guess I have a lot of life experience because mm, pickles are tasty. Uh, context, yeah. yeah. Dill pickles, bread and butter, no way. Well, I am really excited about having someone that's into dressage. Into I've never had mm-hmm. that on this podcast. I've had lots of different things, but I mean, yeah. you're you're a musician, so that's kind of like the main, that was kind of that's how we know each other, right? But I just uh, over the last few years, I've been like, wow, this is so cool! Like she's doing this whole thing, mm-hmm. and I that I know I just don't know anything about. You yeah. know, it's I did try to I I I taught drums at a summer camp uh-huh. for during a rock band camp it was like a two-week camp uh, i did it like three years in a row it's in like in, in like eastern northeastern kansas oh cool at a place called camp wood and okay. i did that in college I did that for, it was like two weeks periods and very very fun mm-hmm. and they, they had uh the all the counselors were from all over the world it was like a student abroad, like study abroad kind of mm-hmm. program and the but the rock band camp t- teachers were me and a few other guys that were in a band and uh, so we had, so we had a lot of fun meeting all these people from all over the world, and they had this huge horse like section of that camp, and so and all of them were like the cute girls that were mm-hmm. working there. So we would always go hang out with the horse, mm-hmm. the horse ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It was very fun. You know, we had a good time. But then we finally took them up on the offer to do a ride one day, mm-hmm. and I got tossed off of that <gasps> horse, going no! like full speed. We were like running, and I got tossed off. Oh, then they weren't doing their jobs as counselors. And, no, oh no, we were all dumb and goofing around. I mean, oh, like okay. it, well, if you it was wanted like, to, if you had it coming, then fine. <laughs> exactly. No, we had we had it coming, and I felt. I mean, we didn't do anything stupid, and I, and I was like kind of scared. That that was the whole. That was. I think it was mostly my fault yeah. was that I was afraid of of going too fast uh-huh. and like the horse felt it and like, everyone oh. else had a great and there was like holy shit and then the, it, it just took off at full speed at oh, one point no. and I just and like and it, it, it I got thrown real like but luckily I mean nothing <laughs> happened luckily it was just like a dirt everyone saw it happening and they all like got out of the way professional like trainer in me is just cringing right now it because was if, if I had been the professional on that ride like yeah it would have gone differently. I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure. Promise. Yeah. And that was the thing. We were all, they were young and we were all young and, and it was like one oh, of those, sure. it was all the counselors. So and we were all goofing were, around. We had like water guns. We good thing you probably were young that you bounce more. You don't yeah. hurt so bad the next day. If you fall off now, exactly. it'll hurt a whole lot more. Yeah. If I, yeah. That's why I don't do horses at all anymore. I'm well, like, if you no. wanted to come out and ride, I promise you'll stay safer. Okay. So. <laughs> I like that you talk them into it. Like you were like, yo, let us do this. This is a great idea. No, 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 no. We, we didn't talk them into it at all. They kept on asking if we wanted to oh, do it. And we didn't you. want to okay, do it. Okay. We, like for a long time, like for, you know, because we did it. It was like the second or third year that we did it. Yeah. They, they'd be like, let's mm-hmm. go on a ride tomorrow. We'd be like, oh, okay. But then we like never would. Yeah. yeah. And, and then like we would just go like, you know, drink beers and stuff. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah. yeah. Super soakers and beers. Exactly. It was just a fun way to and get you. Drink beer time. while you're riding. This is how we do trail rides now. Right. That's no, cool seriously, at my bar because we've yeah. got we've got access to all the trails. And it's a whole lot of fun. But oh then my someone's gosh. the designated bartender, and they've got the booze hanging booze off in the, the saddle. saddle do they mix the drinks there, like while they're driving? Well, I mean, 
Just simple. We, we do usually bring no. We'll bring tequila in the in a water bottle, and we can cut limes and sprinkle oh, salt. Hell yeah. And, oh yeah! yeah. Oh yeah! Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you, we can horse bar. We can get it done. Uh huh. Wow. That, like you're an is that something you guys are offering as like a? No, tour no, we're not supposed to do that. This oh. is just us. I mean, like, can no. you say that's on on podcast right now? <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, we <laughs> fucked up. Uh, we got you into a zone. That we no, no, I will say we probably minutes? we probably can because this isn't something that I offer personally through my business. If, no, no, if no. You cannot yeah, take do, a lesson. Like, my, saying, my training business is separate. This is you're me saying when you're riding and my friends. Balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On okay. We as in horses. like humanity, like yeah. not yeah. you specifically. And, and if you go to the ranch where my business is based out of, and you go ride one of do one of their guided trail rides no they're not going to have you be bartender man i was going <laughs> to say not. like I, I was like like I, we're in a city where an idea like that could make some real money for you oh my but gosh. at the same time you're like but these are animals and we don't want to put drunk people on <laughs> yeah, no no that's probably not the liability <laughs> so, so i started thinking about that i was like yeah no actually the insurance would the companies would have right. a field day with that yeah, yeah. no 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 <laughs> yeah, putting drunk people we're gonna on put anything. people that don't know how to ride horses on horses <laughs> who are <laughs> you know yeah and then we're gonna get these people drunk yeah no we're not and doing that. they know maybe the horse is a little drunk too We'll see. Yeah. We're not doing that. We'll call the show <laughs> Yeah, Naked it's a horrible alone. business idea. I, I was yeah. immediately thinking like, this is a new thing. And I was like, oh no, that would be the worst idea ever. Mm-hmm. It took me about five minutes. <laughs> but now someone's going to do it and it's going to be horrible. I'm sure. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, it's time to get into segments. We've, we've put you through the ringer of questions, mm-hmm. you know, so it's not time to change it up a bit. Yep. We're going to move into some segments. And the, are you ready for that? Ready. Okay. The first segment we're going to go into is called the compliment corner. The beasts of the forest can be mean and make your day gloomy. To make the world a better place, Ryan welcomes his friends to a magical space called... The Compliment Corner. Hey, Laura. (laughs) Welcome to the Compliment Corner. This is exciting. It is very exciting. Now, I have to admit, uh, only you and I have traveled here. Gratison is no longer here in the, in the compliment corner. <laughs> it's, that was a bird, and there are several woodland creatures around our feet now running amongst us. Uh, it's just a nice place, the compliment corner. Okay. What happens here is it gives me and my guests an opportunity to forget how dark and gloomy the world can get. Mm-hmm. You know, Mr. Orangehead running around. You know, uh, We get to forget all that. We get to we just uh, pretend that everything's good. And, oh, and it's a time to practice saying nice things about each other. So I will look you in the eye, say some, say, give you a comment that I mean. Then they'll flip it on me, look me in the eye, give me a comment that you mean, and we're both going to walk out of here one comment heavier at the end of the day. Cool. How's that sound? <laughs> I think it sounds great. Sweet. Okay. Here's my comment for you. Um, I uh, I have known you for a long time. Actually, this is kind of a weird comment because my it's almost like a regret more than a compliment mm-hmm. is that I've I, I've known you for a long time and you've all we've always been like tangential in each other's lives because mm-hmm. we're always like friends of friends that we're like hanging out with mm-hmm. or something and so we've run into each other for years and years whether it be at KU IU California and uh, mm-hmm. like Pacific Arbor Project and uh, and uh, so first of all I want to say that there's never been a bad like occurrence of running into you and and i I, honestly i think the first time that we like one-on-one ran into each other was at the pacific opera project when we played that show together where it wasn't like at a party or something it was just like just you and me seeing each other and i just had this great like when i saw you it made me feel better like i was like oh my gosh it's lord that's it just made me feel at home kind of i had that same feeling at that same gig i was like because i didn't know a whole lot i knew a handful of the people there but i didn't know too many but it just felt like oh i've got this friend like this childhood friend here and yeah it was really cool that's yeah. how i felt too yeah. and so that's my comment for you is like is like uh my experience with you are so great and i and i love running into you and i regret that we haven't had more like more hang time because i think it would would be good i think lives. it would I, that would be a, a <laughs> I, I feel the same, my friend. Awesome. <laughs> but but even and and I will say kind of a regret, also a, a weird compliment too that that I, yeah, we need to make a make it a priority to just hang more and spend yeah, more time together. Sure, but yeah. but even though we haven't had all that necessarily one on one time, it's been really cool. Hey, to just kind of always have you there. Yeah, yeah. And and to watch every you know and to see all that that you have done and you know but from even just this podcast and then career music wise what, what all you're doing and it's yeah. like you're a badass and it's really cool <laughs> thank you so much so, yeah, it's really that. nice yeah, yeah that's awesome well i feel better yeah <laughs> <laughs> well that's been the comment corner I like it. thanks for having me yeah. there yeah that. <laughs> that's a good segment <laughs> now we have to get back to the show and okay. we will meet granison back there we're gonna go back and this next segment is something called learning by listing Rapid fire. So we had a lot of fun in the comment corner. Mm-hmm. But you heard that explosion sound. 
you heard that? And now it's very serious now. Okay. I mean, you know, in life, if you hear an explosion sound, we're in business now. <laughs> yep. That's, you know? that's the, the that's business the rhyme. of explosions. That's the rhyme yeah. that everybody says and knows. People say it. You hear the explosion sound, we mean business now. We mean business. So... <laughs> So, in learning ballistic, what happens is I'm going to give you a topic, mm-hmm. okay, in 20 seconds, and in that in that time, you can list anything that you know about the topic, uh, and it's kind of like ink block test. There's no right or wrong answer okay. necessarily. It, you, if you go stream of consciousness for a while, that's fine. Cool. Okay. Let's go. So I'm going to give you a topic, and then I'm going to say go, and you'll have 20 seconds on the clock. Does that make sense? Okay. Here we go. The first topic you'll be listing is foods that you can feed a horse. Go. More things than you would probably think. Foods that you can feed a horse. The standard, you can feed them all different sorts of hay. Um, There's alfalfa hay and timothy hay and orchard grass and the list goes on. Um, The oats that you talked about earlier. And then there's all sorts of fun pellets. Snack-wise, they like sugar cubes and they like watermelon and bananas. Ooh. We were getting tropical. We were just getting tropical. They do like bananas. You started digging deep. Uh-huh. I love that. Wow. First of all, okay, so first of all, we learned that Laura likes, when she hears the question, she's like, oh, there's a lot of ways we can go with this. Yeah. <laughs> and she very calmly addressed that fact. She attacks it. Which yeah, I love that. I, I love that some people under pressure will go like, oh, oh no, what, 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 you know, and you just went like, okay, well, there's a lot of directions we can go. Also, Let's start with the stuff that is very common. We got Timothy hay, we got alfalfa hay. We, you start mm-hmm. listing types of hay. There's yeah. different kinds of grass. Dip, so well, you grass started making a different. Haze, you started eaters. making a, a different list in that list that I could have even ever predicted mm-hmm. types of hay. Uh, I like how she said, um, you know, and 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 other things like that's like the infinity listing. Like you're yeah. just like and et cetera, et cetera. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, that's good. And, and I, like as if to say, I could list on this for a long time, yeah. but you probably—I don't want to bore you with my 20 knowledge. Seconds. On 20 this seconds. is actually probably true. <laughs> don't underestimate the level of nerdiness that I can get into with some of this stuff. That's so good. Uh, is there a sommelier of hay? Man, that's a good wow. sommelier. Hay. Wow. What's, what's like top shelf that. hay? <laughs> that's a good character for like a cartoon. You know, like a horseman. Oh, yeah. You know, like uh, what's that? What is that cartoon? Will Arnett plays the hor- uh, Bojack Horseman. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. If there was a horse character that was a Somali hay, okay, yeah. that would be funny. That would be they cool. need to write that into the show. That's an alfalfa hay from Iowa, nineteen eighty-three. It aged well. But but that is kind of a thing. Actually, I was gonna say, is there oh, the, is wow. there that thing? That's what I wondered. Like if you go, if you really want to get into it, yeah, you, yeah. Um, is it science based or is it like yeah. or is it farmers being like no when I fed my horse this like it worked like it it fucking worked a little of all of that but yeah um like top quality hay growers they analyze their hay for like the protein content and the different nutrients in it when you cut the hay at different times of the year affects what kind of nutrients it's gonna have Whoa. oh right, so from aging so literally like like. Like, yeah, like, like if, if, first I mean, whether hay, it's cut or... Yeah, okay. uh, first cutting hay is going to have different nutrients than the second cutting and the third oh, cutting throughout the year oh. as the grass grows. Oh, yeah. And it like do, I, does it all do different stuff to horses and uh-huh. stuff too? Yeah. So, okay. man, oh, man, that's like that Gatorade, you know, the, that gate, like the way that Gatorade wants you to have like the chewable and then the pouch and then the Gatorade afterwards? No. I, <laughs> that's like I, hay. I love that. <laughs> uh, different oh, yeah. year, different, different season of hay mm-hmm. does different things to horses. I like to think that they name it like weed. Like they'll just be like the purple haze or like yeah 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 it's a little that like stuff. that actually and like yeah no this is an upper your horse will be up for a while actually, yeah. it, it Lenny's is, dream it's is a little it like, like that? that yeah oh nice a little bit uh, I feed tractor my, science feed my horse is just green crack all the time rainbow sofa <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm just yeah. making up fun names I love it weed. <laughs> <laughs> and then you started getting into the fun stuff that people don't know about uh, which was the Sugar cubes, I guess people might, might know that. Yeah. But they said watermelon. Yeah. And you said bananas. Uh-huh. Ooh, getting tropical. Yeah, yeah. and pineapple. Isn't that weird? I've that never like tried a pineapple. Hor- I mean, you that, that's pineapple. what that's this is why this Did is I? what I meant by earlier saying like like animals are are creatures of the planet too, you know, like yeah. where it's like a hor- horses aren't necessarily I mean, I guess there's in tropical areas too, but like it's just weird to think of a horse yeah. eating bananas like or they watermelon, like them. you know. Yeah. It's like that's a tropical fruit, but the horse is like, yeah, I'll eat this. Now, on oh, their yeah. own, if you don't peel it for them, do they just eat the whole thing? Probably, right? I don't know. Usually you, peel, usually you peel the banana for them. Yeah. Oh, okay. they, can't, uh, they can't digest that. Yeah, that, that I wouldn't try. Yeah. Yeah. And the watermelon, like, yeah, well, you even, cut it yeah, I guess they're not eating the rind. Gorillas they're... and stuff take that peel off. And yeah. Stuff too. If nobody likes the peel. Yeah. Maybe yeah. step on it and I'll yeah, catch, there you go. catch it. <laughs> do you know that, that monkeys peel uh, bananas from the bottom? No. Oh, you mean like this? So that's how I do it. Oh, I guess nobody can see that. Um, I was nobody peeling can see what uh, the other way. 
<laughs> I was going the other way. No, they, they, like you know how you take the handle of the banana mm-hmm. and like normally peel that down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But monkeys open it from the bottom end, and it's how easier. You, is it really? How do you? Do yeah, it? it just comes off. It's just like whoop, oh. it just peels right away. Like some, you know how like, sometimes if you're peeling a banana from the top, it, so like, it'll smush it, the you top. You smush the top. Yeah. Like you don't get that gross. from the bottom. You just it just comes. It, I, I so I peel bananas that. from the bottom. Yeah. I'll have to give that a try. That's I saw a monkey do it at the zoo, and I I literally I was like the heck he's onto something <laughs> he's happening you're a genius okay. monkey this is years ago was like in high school or something i just started wow. peeling from the bottom Damn. give it a try and then uh my uh, i was teaching at silverly conservatory with the with uh, uh the the lady one of the ladies that runs that and she was talking about her son mm-hmm. and she saw me uh, like peel from the bottom and she goes that's what my son does and i go that's good enough for monkeys <laughs> Yeah. That's cool. Keep it yeah. simple. Okay. She's like, it's just how he figured it out. Yeah. From the bottom. All right. Well, the next uh, the next round of... We're still in learning by listening, by the way. Oh, shoot. We just Let's got go. in a big tangent. Uh, but, no, so did. the second round. <laughs> the second round. But I love that. That's the whole point. Okay, good. Uh, the, uh, the, the next round is, is... Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. This is ways to cool off in the summer heat. Start. The kiddie pool with a beer is the best one. Because I don't have an actual pool at my house. Um... I guess, I don't know, when in doubt, the hose. Mm-hmm. Air conditioning is good if you have it. In LA, it's surprising. Most people, a lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. Or if they do, it sucks. Um, I keep going kiddie pool, man. You know? <laughs> Stop. That's all I got. That's great. I like that you're just like, kiddie pool with a beer is the best one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, right away. It's like, yeah, you definitely know beer. that. Get yeah. some beer. You're that's great. something you know, and that's that's freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. So I'm, do, in, I'm into that too. I've got a little front yard. I don't have a. I've got a teeny tiny house. We've got a little yard area and a little patio. Yeah, and it's big enough for a kiddie pool. Gosh yeah. dang it! Yeah. I'm so I'm so I'm so you jealous need, of that. Like, you need I, to come over and see my house. I, don't I do. Been, yeah, yeah. Like Laura and I love our apartment, mm-hmm. but we but that's the biggest thing. That I, especially for being from the Midwest, it's like yeah. I miss a yard. Like yeah. I just want to like chill out in my yard. Like I want to fill up a kiddie pool with water and like hang, drink a beer. Yeah. and not have people looking at me. Well, I'll still have people looking <laughs> at me because I have a teeny tiny house and it's sandwiched in and amongst other teeny tiny okay. houses. But they're so, but you're, they're your neighbors though, right? Yeah, they're they're my neighbors and they're, they're used to me being a drunk idiot. My in yeah. my yard in yeah. front of my house. That's the point. You can be like, Ralph, what are you looking at? <laughs> they, Get out of here. I love they're that. not surprised I love by anything. I, I love the, I love that you use, <laughs> they're used to me being a drunk idiot at my house in front of my house. <laughs> they're just used to you it. This happens, it happens all the time. She's like, I don't even have a kiddie pool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I just imagine it. I just go to theirs. <laughs> they have a Oh, kiddie. no, I do. <laughs> my have neighbors a, have kiddie pools. <laughs> I've got a bomb-ass kiddie pool. <laughs> oh, nice. For my, for my 27th birthday, I threw a party where uh, downtown, so at, this, at this like loft place, and mm-hmm. we did a big show. But I bought a kiddie pool with like a giraffe head and it, like, like the, the coming out of it, like That's this big amazing. blow And we filled it with ice and beers and stuff, and it was, yeah. it was very fun. Then everybody played around and it was very fun that's See? the best way to be pretty goofy uh i just had a public pool growing up Ooh. we didn't have like a house yeah with a pool was it a membership thing or just go mm-hmm, no that's roberts awesome. pool that's over at diamond park it's great <laughs> it was just called roberts? roberts i love things pool, like yeah. that that are just like a guy's name yeah I, I never thought about it but yeah that is pretty that's strange mine. hey robert owns this pool where's robert <laughs> he's never around you know you always wonder what they're at atti- what what's someone's attitude it's cool like if like Maybe somebody named it in their honor, you know, and then it's like, yeah. but, Probably. It, but, but I always imagine it just being a guy. It's like, that's my pool. Yeah. It's like Robert <laughs> Coolidge. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, me. it's like, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Coolidge is my cousin. thing. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I own that pool now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's been learning by listing. Rapid fire. <laughs> well, we did hear an explosion that time, but, but we're done being serious now. Okay. But because we are going to play another... <laughs> we were so serious It's before. time to not get serious. <laughs> Seriously unserious, Relax, everyone. Uh, this time, we are going to get into a new game. This is a game called Get Your Dang Butt Out of My Face. When you're getting fucked by the human race, what you going to say? Get your dang butt out of my face! All right. So welcome to Get Your Dang Butt Out of My Face. In this game... <laughs> it's a ridiculous sentence Anytime. to say when i look into somebody's eyes and say that uh so in this game basically what we do is it gives us a chance to say something that has been irking our chain making us mad pissing us off in some way uh and to figuratively tell it to get its dying butt out of our face you know? so you basically win the game by saying the name of the game you know at the end of your statement does that make sense i think so okay <laughs> 
But I don't. How political do we need to get? <laughs> oh, uh, no, well, that's the thing. Uh, people go really small scale. Some people go, you know, huge picture. Some political, religious, yeah. we'll keep it goofy. Small. Is, uh, I don't. I don't care how. I don't. We can go. We can go multiple rounds. I don't care. Uh, there's no rules. Uh, and and uh, so it's just what's whatever's true to you. If it's been pissing you off, we want to hear about it. And we want to give you a chance to air that grievance. Oh, you know boy. what I'm saying? So we'll go around the circle. Do you want to go first, or you want to, you want to hear some first? I'll go first. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Grant oh, Grant's yeah, just I'll, jumped in there. He's I'll set the, the yeah. stage. Yep. Um, so, um, get your dang butt out of my face. All right. So, I've been seeing a lot of people just mad about people posting pictures of their kids. Like, just oh. mad that it's happening. They're right. like, oh, man, if you post another picture of your kid, I'm unfriending you. And I'm like, right. why? That's probably the most important thing they've ever done. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. what are you doing, brunch? You know what I mean? Like, exactly, what are you posting yeah. out there? It's okay. Just don't look at it or whatever, and then or unfriend know. them. Fine. Yeah, or unfriend them. Fine. That's kind of, you don't have to announce that sort of thing. Like right, if, like, if I'm like uh, yeah. I'm done with this person, I don't have to call them to tell them. I don't like uh, what you like. You need to know that, and then we're not friends. And anymore. we're <laughs> out. And and also like, it's weird because you know I had a friend who was like, oh yeah, you know uh, if I wanted to be friends with a baby, I'd add him on Facebook. And I was like, uh, if a f- baby could yeah. add itself to Facebook. If I, would, I wanted to be of friends course with be a that baby, friends. I would add it on Facebook. Of course wow. I could friend that baby. Yeah. That baby's going places. I'm like, just stop being mad. It's just they're just kids. Yeah, just chill. They don't they're not gonna be a baby that long. You yeah. know what I mean? They're gonna grow up, be a person. Yeah. You never know. True. And yeah, so, you're right. If you don't want to see it, just unfollow it. Yeah, who's mad at it's somebody's It's very easy friend. to press that button. Mm-hmm. It's so strange. Well, what do you want to tell them? Get your dang butt out of my face. Get your dang baby hating butt. Yeah. Wow. I feel it. Okay. Laura? It was a cool (laughs) rage. It was a cool rage. I don't know. I'm having a hard time with this one. That's okay. I can go. I'll go give you a little more time. Okay. Okay. My thing, I I was driving on the highway a couple weeks ago. And I haven't had time to address this yet because uh, the schedule's been crazy, but I'm about to this week, I think. Um, I was driving down the highway and I a car in front of me, this huge plate dropped off of the bottom of of their vehicle. And it hit the highway and just flipped up and hit my front end and under my car. It like went under my car. It was like this huge metal plate and it took off my front license plate and made the bumper fall off. It took off some like little silver body parts and stuff. And then it, I don't know. I don't think there's any damage to the, my, my undercarriage, but who knows? I have to get taken out. But so I called mm-hmm. insurance and stuff. I had taken pictures of their license plate, but it wasn't like video of it happening, you mm-hmm. know? So rather than pull over, I immediately kind of like followed them and took their picture of their license plate. And I called my insurance and I told them all about it and they're like, yeah, okay, well your deductible is this and you know we're gonna we're gonna t- we're gonna contact them but like you know all they have to say is that they didn't that didn't happen because there's no proof of it happening and like mm-hmm. it, it, they drove away and you drove away and you know and, and it's just this huge thing they're like and so I called and and I got a just a rough estimate of like what the thing like mm-hmm. with what I told them what it would do and everything and the, and the estimate was like 450 bucks so the, the deductible is 500 bucks <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like this huge runaround thing i'm just like this sucks i'm mad at that person i'm mad that it's my word against their word even though you know it's like i'm definitely right you know yeah. i saw it happen it happened to me <laughs> i took pictures of their of their license Aww. but i have no, but it's one of those things where i'm just gonna spend money mm-hmm. for no reason for nothing to fix my bumper and like get a new license plate yeah. so i have to talk to the dmv and get all that set up and uh, it just sucks. So what I have to say is, hey, insurance and that guy whose plate fell off your car that now you're probably going to lie to insurance and say you didn't have anything to do with. Mm-hmm. Get your dang butt out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't they just check the license plate that you had and then see if there's a plate on it? Well, that I mean, they'd have to send like an investigator or something probably, oh, which yeah. they pro- why would, they probably wouldn't do a that. PI. I think it's just like, did Especially, you lose anything? They're like, no. Yeah, they'll yeah. say no, and for four hundred and fifty bucks, nobody's gonna get all that bent out of shape. Exactly, no one's gonna no. chase me around for that. But it's just like, but it's for me. I'm like, but you that's, have to deal with it. Shit, well, yeah, that's and sucks. it's still a lot of money. It's a lot of money, dude. Yeah. It's like four hundred fifty yeah. bucks. Well, and I, and I feel the same way about like parking tickets. You know, it's like sixty sixty three dollars something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, it, it's just the idea of spending sixty three dollars on anything. Like, I, I could on. spend it on anything else mm-hmm. yeah, 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 and yeah, be yeah. happier. Yeah, you know, I get just sixty three dollars of socks. I'd be like, yeah, sweet. And I got oh my a gosh, bunch that of sounds socks. amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's like you know, it doesn't have to be exciting. It's just like I don't want to send it for a parking ticket. You know? Yeah. This is annoying, but oh, I know. Well, so that's speaking... where I'm at. That's where mine's. It's it's traffic related, but it's also like ex- this experience specific, you know, for me. Yeah. So no, that sucks. That's mine this this week. How about you, Laura? Do you have one now? Well, speaking of that, yeah, the the parking situation, parking in LA in general just kind of blows. It does. And sure, damn does. 
So yeah, and this is just complaining about stupid stuff, but we live in Pasadena and you're not allowed to park on the street without a special permit. Right, like right. a lot of towns. Yeah. Um, and so now we're to the point where like, we have to go renew the permit so that we can park on the street, but they make it such a pain in the butt just to go down there and like wait in line and it takes half your day just to renew the permit and give them money. Right. And you have to bring in all of this proof that you live there and that you don't have anywhere to park and then they still question you on it and they call and double it. And, and so then you end up paying like you can still buy this daily permit so that you can avoid dealing with them and you end up paying extra but then if you forget to put it in just the right place on your car if you put it on the wrong window or the wrong side of your dashboard they'll still ticket you anyway the like 60 dollar ticket i really hate that shit yeah and it's like but i already i paid for the permit i just put it on the passenger side instead of the driver's side oh we've already gotten anyway that is some baloney Yep. Oh my gosh. So tell Did you pass it to get your dang butt out of my face? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I just, I just, I heard a story, but like, because I have the, do you have the fast track pass thing? I, I don't have that one. Huh? So I have that. And for when I'm going the 110 or going on the 10, yeah. it's, it's really nice to zip into that pass. I love mm-hmm. the fast lane. Um, but like, uh, but I just found out, uh, because like, you know, you, they, get, they send it to you and it comes with like two little like command strip kind of like, mm-hmm. like stick to your yeah, mirror yeah, yeah. Th- or your glass thing. But those, they just get unsticky really fast. So mm-hmm. my mine has fallen off a million times. So I just, oh, no. I just, so now I just leave it on the dash. You know, it just keeps. Is that falling good off. enough? Well, will so it, I, I did that for time? like a year. It reads it every time. Oh, yeah, okay, it always good. reads it. I've never had a problem with that. Um, but I just, I, I from a friend, they got a, they got like a three hundred dollar ticket for it not being displayed correctly yeah. for the exact same thing that I'm doing. Is there somewhere written down that of how you're supposed to display it? Oh, I'm sure yeah. they cover the, it. Yeah, it is. It's supposed to be right by your mirror on the glass. Oh, but it's, okay. but I'm like. But, but, I'm, it but I'm like, stay up. it does like yeah. the stuff you sent that they sent me stopped working, and I and it, and when it's on my dashboard, it works. Like, yeah, there's no reason for me to have it one foot up in the air, like from, yeah. from where it, it is down. But so yeah, so that's mm-hmm. like, but I had a friend get like a three hundred fifty dollar ticket yeah. or something like that. I can't remember what he said, something like that. Yeah, and uh, be, because it was on his dashboard, and I'm, so then I so yeah. now I've started every time I go on the fast, I like stick it up there and like hope it stays oh. while I'm on it, and then you know then then that's it falls. Yeah. It's just like stupid crap. So I'll, I'll add another one. Yeah, there you go. Hey, <laughs> stupid yeah. ass rules with fast track. Mm-hmm. Get your dang butt out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> we're on a roll. Mm-hmm. That's right. Anybody else want to do any more while we're still here in the, in the uh, get your dang butt out of my face? Other than that, I'm pretty happy. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. Love it. All righty. Well, um, that's been get your dang butt out of my face. How you guys feeling? Love it. <laughs> We've been through compliments. You know, we mm-hmm. listed a bunch of stuff. We learned a lot of facts. Yeah. Uh, we talked about de- several different types of hay. Mm-hmm. So many types. And we also got some stuff, specifically butts, out of our faces. That's right. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. We did. <laughs> that pause seemed like it was on purpose, but really my brain stopped working for just like two seconds straight. Mine too. Okay. <laughs> I was with you though. It just happens like, oh, every once in a while. Where it's just like it, it, you, I just felt the gears go. Our, our cycles were synced, and it was like, and I heard the rest of the words. <laughs> had to dressage it out. Exactly. <laughs> had to it That's out. right. Um, all right, so we are coming to the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the I have one last question for you before we do plug mm-hmm. and all that. Uh, the last question I ask all my guests is simply, you know, because the name of the show again is Ryan is super strong. So my question for every guest is simply, Hey, Laura, are you super strong? Some days, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I love that answer. Honesty, I love that yeah. answer. Um, and I and the reason I like that answer is because it's very telling of who you are as a person. I think that you can be very like just saying uh, some days I can be super confident and all that. You bet. And there's uh there's several types of of strength, right? Mm-hmm. Mental, emotional, spiritual, all, all kinds of different stuff. But what I ask everybody that comes on this show to do is leave a little bit of advice that uh, can serve as kind of a mantra for people that might be relating to you. Specifically throughout the week until next week when another guest comes in. So what makes Alora Gudenkoff super strong? Uh, having a good support system. Mm-hmm. Good friends, good family. But even and, and knowing that like you don't have to be super strong every day. Yeah. It's okay to have some days where you are super strong and other days where you don't feel so strong. And it doesn't, just because some days you don't feel so strong doesn't mean you're not strong and you're not okay. And right. that even the strongest people in the world, even Ryan probably has days <laughs> where he's not always feeling it, yes, yeah. but it doesn't mean that you're not going to come back and be good tomorrow and the next, and it's okay. And that's part of being strong. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and knowing that. that it's okay. Mm-hmm. Finding strength when you're not feeling strong is okay. Yeah. Or yeah. Embracing that. I love that. I love that. There you go. Powerful. Yep. 
That's life cool. lessons. No. Well, it's been great. <laughs> I, 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 I am Let brought back to horses back. again. Do you feel like there's a Zen that you can learn from a horse? Yeah. That, yeah. They, they will teach you a, a, a lot, you yeah. know, for, I mean, they're, they're much like, like a mirror kind of the energy that you put forth to them they'll give back to you yeah um and, and that's why you see them being used you know kind of for therapy programs with with um with children you know inner city teens or people you know or um veterans things like that just because of the the energy that they can put out and then they do um teach you how to be confident teach you how to calm confidence you know which right. translates to so many aspects of life um they're they're really good at showing you what kind of energy you know you can project and, and how to use that and channel it and it's so it's cool yeah that's awesome i love that it's very it seems very valuable yeah I, I think anytime that humans are interacting and you know like with animals animals it's in so general. huge yeah yeah, yeah. it'd be very good man that's why i love little rupert out there mm-hmm. you know he's a very zen being mm-hmm. yeah he just he just wants love he gets you yeah he just sees into your soul all right, so well, thank you so much for coming here and being on my wacky ass show. Thanks for having me. So this awesome has been to fun. have you here. Yeah, <laughs> you're great. Uh, the last thing I uh, like to do with any uh-huh. artist is basically just have an opportunity to plug stuff. So whether whether that be the dressage business or like you know your French horn playing or teaching or videos or audio, anything that you want to plug, social media. Um, shoot, I guess all all of the above. Music wise, the the coolest thing that we've got going on is uh, Sunset Boulevard Brass, which is uh, my professional um, marching band company. We do like concert, normal, not marching band stuff, but our main thing is cheesy marching bands. Yeah. Um, and so you can see us next, I think, on the Late Late Show with James Corden, yeah, July twenty fifth. Um, we have episodes. Uh, previous which episodes is two days too. from now when this episode comes out there we go so yeah make sure that you check that out um we do a wild sketch um it'll it'll be fun for you to see i can't talk about it just yet tell you what but you got to check it out yeah um and uh you know check all the the past clips that we've done are on the website um sunsetboulevardbrass.com um with boulevard being abbreviated because i can't spell it either yeah <laughs> blbd yeah. yeah that's right yeah. um and then horse wise i don't know there's nothing Dude, just doing my thing. You have a social media account for it, though, don't you? Don't you have... Uh... I do have a, a specific one just for the horses, and that's uh-huh. Laura G. Dressage um, mm-hmm. on Instagram or Laura Goodenkoff Dressage on Facebook. Um, just to kind of keep... Because not everybody in the music world wants to see all the horses all the time. Sure. So kind of split that up of a course, little bit yeah. different. All horses um, all the time. Yeah, right? Because <laughs> there's just... There's a whole lot of client bragging that goes on because my, my students are doing well and so I like to brag about them but I yeah. understand not everyone wants to see that. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, you can check that out there. I've got some some really talented riders that I'm fortunate to coach and they have just been kicking butt this year. That's awesome. the show ring and it's so cool. So yeah, yeah it's that's fun. Rad. That's so, I love that. That's what that's what we're up to. <laughs> cool, man. That's awesome. And, and okay, so you have the social media. So what about you, Granison? Um you have I, to pump up? Uh, have a bunch of stuff. The main place uh, you can check me out is uh Instagranison on Instagram. Yeah. Um it's uh Insta. That's where you can find all your dates and you stuff. You can find all my dates. Also you can um you can hit me up if you're ever thinking about doing comedy and you know want some advice or if you uh if you just want to, you know, talk and um and get on my newsletter, yeah. then just send me um send me a hello. Uh, make it, you know, don't be weird. Uh and uh <laughs> and then uh That'd drop your weird. email, you know, drop your email. Mm-hmm. And uh and I'll and I'll put you on the newsletter and you'll be up to date on all the things I'm doing. Cool, man. Yeah, it's pretty chill. Well, thank you for coming and guest co-hosting again. Oh, dude, always. I love having you here. If it's I always can. a pleasure. It's yeah. always a pleasure. Um, I always take this moment to plug Chad Coleman, uh, who did the art for the show. Chris Hackman, who did the intro and outro music for this show, as well as helped me with the crazy bumpers. Uh, the Instagram is Ryan is Super Strong. The Twitter is at Super Strong Ryan. And as I always ask at the end of every episode, if you are if you are a fan of the show and just haven't had an opportunity to yet, or if you're new to the show today and like what you've heard, which I'm assuming you must like it if you are made it all the way here, hmm. or else you're just kind of being weird and doing something strange to don't yourself, which I don't understand. <laughs> Stop doing that. Uh, please go to Apple Podcast, give us a five-star rating, and leave a crazy review. There's a whole bunch there, and it makes me feel very good to see those ratings come in. So please keep on doing that and reviewing this show. Uh, because when that happens and the show grows, more ears get on my awesome guests like Laura Gunkov here. Oh, and we get to, and, and that's my favorite part of doing, about doing this show is just hyping all my badass friends who mm-hmm. I admire so much. So uh, please do that. Uh, Laura, it's been such a pleasure having you. Thank you. Granison, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming over. You guys are the best. <laughs>
<laughs> the last thing I do at every show is I talk to a listener, or a group of listeners that I feel like need to up their game in some way. Uh, this week is no different, and I'll start right now. This week, I'm talking to a, a group of people that listen to this show, but also exist in the world all over the place that we've known about for a long time. These are double dippers. I saw this at a party recently where a man once dipped a chip three times in the in the communal dip. There were plates nearby, spoons for to serve, and I, and I, I didn't notice anybody else dipping into the into the the communal dip, you know. And I thought to myself, isn't this gone? Haven't we eradicated the double dipper by now? But we haven't. He exists. And I'm assuming they're all over the place. So my my thoughts this week are, hey, you need to stop that. It's gross and has germs and everyone's known that for a long time. <laughs> you need to listen to the advice of someone like Laura Goodenkoff here or go back in the podcast archive and listen to all of the advice of all of my guests. And change your wily double, triple, quadruple dipping ways. It's gross. If you do that and change your ways a little bit, one day, maybe just one day, you could be super strong too. Just like Ryan. <laughs>